Would you allow your child to ride their bicycle in the street without a helmet? It's quite an interesting thought because everybody understands that riding a bicycle or a motorbike comes with its risks. A person can, God forbid, fall or collide with something and injure any part of the body. But we don't put full body armor when a person's going to ride their bike. We seem to be quite satisfied just with a helmet. And believe it or not, that technology or that approach to safety comes straight out of this week's parasha. We read that our forefather Yaakov had to leave home ostensibly to find a wife, but also for safety reasons because he had a brother who wanted to kill him. And the Torah tells us that he leaves and he arrives at the place without specifying what the place is. The commentaries have to explain to us that it's the future site of the temple. And he lies down to go to sleep there. And he has a famous dream. But before he goes to sleep, the Torah reports that Yaakov takes a whole series of stones and he places them around his head. Some versions say that he placed it under his head like a kind of a pillow, although you can imagine that a stone is not the most comfortable pillow. But the most obvious understanding is that he put these stones around his head. The question, of course, is why? And the commentaries, like, for example, Rashi, who is the foremost commentator on the Torah, say, well, the reason is he needed to protect himself because he was in an, a rural environment, he was in a, a wild environment, there may have been wild animals, and he needed to protect his head from wild animals. Now, straight away, you immediately think, well, listen, I can understand a helmet on a bike because you want to make sure that a person doesn't harm their head. It's a very important part of the human body. But if somebody's lying out in a field and he's worried about wild animals, surely he needs to protect his whole body and not only his head. Logical. So what would it help just to put stones around his head? There's a magnificent insight from the Lubavitcher Rebbe on this particular comment, this particular story. And he says, look, remember that Yaakov was on his way from a very pristine, protected, spiritual environment. He had been exposed to the most powerful people on earth, his father Yitzchak, his mother Rivka. He lived in Be'er Sheva, which is a place that indicates spiritual resources and no conflict of interest. And he was on his way to a place called Haran. Haran is a place of spiritual frustration. It's an environment that is antithetical to Jewish values. He was going to have to de deal with deceitful people. He was going to get his hands dirty and have to work for a living. It was going to be quite challenging. And that, like everything else in the Torah, is symbolic about something in our own lives. And that's symbolic of effectively how our day works every single day. We start the day, we've got the opportunity to be in a beautiful spiritual environment, in shul, in prayer, in meditation. But then you've got to step out into the world and you have to deal with competitors and you have to deal with paying bills and you have to deal with people who behave badly. So you're exposed. In order to handle and survive the experience, and not just to survive the experience, but more importantly, to have a positive impact on the world around us, because that's what we're here for as Jewish people, not simply to get through the day and come back alive on the other end, and I don't mean alive physically as much as spiritually, but we're supposed to impact the world and elevate the world and change the world and inform the world. So in order to do that, the most important thing is you've got to keep your head right. And that's what Yaakov wanted to symbolize. I'm about to head on this journey. How do I keep my mind focused without distraction, without becoming influenced? How can I be the generator 
of influence rather than the recipient of influence. And so what he does is he takes stones and he puts them around his head because a stone doesn't move, doesn't shift, it's not flexible, can't negotiate with a stone. And effectively what he's saying is, if I'm going on this journey and I'm going to land up in this world of Haran and deal with tricksters like Lavan, his uncle, then the only thing that's going to keep me focused is if I have certain principles in my head that are rock hard, certain principles that will never waver, certain principles that will never move. And if I do that, if I'm absolutely sure what I believe in, what my focus is, what my purpose is, and it's non-negotiable, then I will succeed in influencing the world for the better instead of being influenced by the world. And that's the lesson for us. Every day of our lives, we need to enter the world. We're supposed to engage the world, but we need to do so with a set of very clear principles, values, and an immutable sense of purpose.